The Kogan Money Credit Card, packed full of value with rewards and no annual fees. Summer Breakfast. The Charlie Battisti & Co, Melbourne's finest facility for the repair of prestige German vehicles. Get your repair process started. Questions without notice. Now, my first question without notice to you is why didn't Usman no, Khawaja... That's mine. Go on then. It's my question without notice. Go on. On the Today Show right now, one of the screens in front of us, Uzi is rocking the same clothing <laughs> as I asked him about earlier that he travelled on the plane from Brisbane to Melbourne. Well, you didn't ask him about it. second test. You took issue. Yeah, <laughs> the Boxing Day test. And I think it's completely over the top and unwearable. It's cream with a brown Nike sign in the front. It's a jumpsuit and, and it has matching. Jump. You jumped in with the question. Matching trowel. That was his opportunity to, to say, I'm wearing it right now as we speak. And he didn't. No. And now we look at him on the Today Show and he's rocking it in all its glory. He's rocked it again. So do you agree with me or not that that is outrageous? No, I like it. Outrageous. What? I like the matching trackie. Mate, it's cream. Well, probably not there in that setting. Cream. On a plane, I would. With a, with a the brown writing on it. It's just got swagger all over. It's got, look at me, look at me. Mm. You might as well have a sign. Do you know I'm Usman Kawaja on mm. his forehead? Mm. <laughs> you can't be rocking publicly in that. Uh, Home Sunday afternoon, midwinter, cold, no problem. And what's he doing with that on? It's 24 mm. degrees in Sydney. He's, he's rocking with the big woolly top on. I noticed the sun's finally out up in Sydney, which is great. And in fact, Cameron's text in with much aggression earlier to fly the flag for his hometown. Uh, he says, how ironic is it? And I love a text, by the way, that reads with, I bet you won't read this out. I do love that. But I will on this occasion. How ironic is it that it was sunny for a week before the Sydney test and is now beautifully sunny today? It's just when a bunch of whinging Victorian commentators come into town that it rains. Without some rain, you guys would have nothing to complain about. So my question of that notice for you, just to agitate Cameron even more, is should the Sydney test be moved because we can't get a bloody result there? So I think the great thing is, is how influential we are as commentators <laughs> that we come into town and it starts to rain. I think that's brilliant. <laughs> Old Mother Nature's got nothing on us. But as Barat said... a powerful said, unit here at SEN. Well, Barat, Barat's a neutral in this debate, and he was as strong on it as I've heard anyone, to say you can't just simply wipe it away as it's weather, we can do nothing about it, it's what happens. Pointing to the fact that can't you don't change. agree. No. Leave it. Leave it be. Okay. Stop. Is the Australian Open in the wrong time of the year? No. Now, Julian Linden went with this uh, over the weekend. I think he's backed up with it since citing some withdrawals, saying that uh, he wrote, actually, holding the tournament in the hottest part of the Australian summer is simply ludicrous and cannot be allowed to continue. And he says, it ranks alongside running the Melbourne Cup on a Tuesday afternoon as the dumbest scheduling decisions in all of Australian sport. He's had a crack at the race that stops a nation on a public holiday, if you don't mind. Does he know it's a public holiday? Who is this fellow? Well, he doesn't like the Australian Open held in January. He says, move it to February. I didn't realise February just offered a chilly Arctic blast that just offered immediate uh, (laughs) relief. February's hotter. (laughs) Or he says October. And it's in the middle of school holidays, so people can get along. February, we're all back in action. a bit of Chrissy cheer about, and people... Wanting to get out and you, enjoy the summer. No. And I had a look at the scheduling then because I won't pretend to be 100%, you know, au fait with it all. But I had a look. And to the best of my understanding, the last serious event that commands the world's best players to turn up would be the Paris Masters. And the year just gone, that was the end of October. That would be the last serious event. So When's the US Open? Oh, months earlier. Middle of their summer, isn't it? No, September, so June, September, end of yeah, their summer. Yeah, it's the, it's uh, the, it's the last, French, last French tournament of the year, isn't it? 
You did last, last Grand Slam. Grand Slam of the year. Yes, but the, but tennis is bigger than just the Grand Slam. So the Paris Masters is a big event, but that's the end of October, mm. right? So that gives you all of November off. You can have uh, maybe the start of December off, and maybe tennis is like cricket in many ways. The saturated calendar, you got to pick and choose your events. So if your priority and your focus is the Australian Open, as it should be, is the first Grand Slam, then perhaps you just forego a couple of the minor um, tournaments at the back end of the year to get yourself ready. And the heat factor is a great point of difference for our tournament. It rewards the fittest, the strongest. Yeah. Go with it. No problem. It's no problem. I can't believe you roped the Melbourne Cup midnight. How could you do that? You got a question on that nose? No? I've got another one for you. Oh. Go on. Well, if if you got your way to move the Sydney test, where's it go? Uh, well, I don't want to move the Sydney test. I was only asking that to stir Cameron up. I think it stays there. Of course it does. But if I was to move it, consistently awarding a test, but Hobart needs some more love from the from oh, cricket you can't Australia. Give a test to Hobart. Why can't you give a test to Hobart? Well, hang on. There it's was, not even the New Year's test anymore. There was forty odd thousand day just, one at Sydney. It's got the. Obviously, the Jane McGrath pink test. Yeah, and no, I yeah, yeah, that's yeah. synonymous say, I'm not, with it. I'm now. not moving it. I'm not moving it. I'm not moving it. I think it's a it's a. I thought you're a, pretty strong on moving. No, no, I'm not strong on moving it. But actually, just on Test cricket, if you were starting starting it from scratch, total blank canvas, what current rules would you abandon? Light. Yeah. What about that? That's one thing we haven't spoken about yet. Light and also breaks. So, what would you change with light? Light. I just said, well, the lights <laughs> are on. We have to have a meter that actually leads, reads artificial light as well as natural light. And say, so, well, okay, yep, with both combined, yes, this is playable, play on. Second thing is, when you lose a day, day and a half, and you say, and we'll ne- we play for 20 minutes and then take lunch, sorry, you know, that 40 minute break, I think, should come back to an innings change, yeah. to a 10 minute break. So if they've had a day and a half off, they don't then need a 40 minute break for lunch. No one does. So that, that should be just a 10-minute break. So there should be a, a timing that when you lose time in a game, you can cut breaks down to 10-minute breaks. You've had your time off. You're doing nothing for a day, sitting in the change rooms, waiting for it to stop raining. So why do you need a 40-minute hmm. you know, um, yeah. lunch break when you've been sitting there until 1 o'clock? Well, we got the answer. There was a leak in the covers in this instance. Yeah, but, but still... Yeah. Yeah, your your breaks from then on in the game should be lessened. So lunch should come back to twenty minutes. You don't need forty minutes. You've you've had nearly two days doing nothing. You don't need that break to be forty minutes. It should be twenty. So they're the sort of things I think that need adjusting. Uh, Why do you blokes read out dumb text messages? Well, we don't discriminate here. We read out all texts that come our way. So what is Cameron's dumb? You can still read it out. What did you do in your time? What did you do to fill the time? Dumb. Well, he's from Sydney. Well, Feb is hotter as well. Nobody would go in October. That's from Steve when it comes back to the Australian Open. What did you do in your day to fill the time? So the covers are on, rain set in. What did, what did you do? Did you watch Did you watch Vision? Did you play cards? Did you take us inside the... Dodged missiles. Change rooms. Dodged missiles? Yeah. What do you mean? Stupid move. You used to be <laughs> rolling up wet bread or Spitballs. something. Spitballs? Oh, it, it was a goose. Wet bread? <laughs> Mervin. Rolling them up, you know... Scrunching them up. 
Play Adelaide in the New Year. Sydney pre-Christmas off the tech. Sydney weather for the Sydney test next year. It's going to be a washout for day three and four. Gee, there's, a, there's an advanced weather forecast uh, for you. And this one, Sydney has now officially replaced Melbourne as the city that lets everyone down by interruptions due to rain. Who would want to live in Sydney? Crikey's they're coming for steak and kidney this morning. Well, one of their great sporting events is the Sydney to Hobart. Never rains in the Sydney to Hobart. Uh, well, it does. Not but, at the start. But the good thing is they can get out of Sydney straight away. It's only got the start <laughs> line there. But nowhere near the finish line. So they get straight out of their heads <laughs> and they harsh. shoot right through. I don't know if, I, it out. if I'm just making this up. But every year I turn on the Sydney to Hobart, it's always there's not a cloud in the skies. Blazing <laughs> sunshine. The conditions are magnificent. The, the blue in the water looks so spectacular. Mm. And then we get to the cricket and it just buckets down. Yeah. Did you watch the start of the Sydney to Hobart? Yes, I did. How entertaining was that? Oh. But the big yacht that had to go around, then come back again, and and there was a pleasure like a yes. a big cruiser in between it and the sort of start line. We go, oh look at this! How many close calls were there? Oh, crikey! Imagine if one of those things T bone, one of those super maxis T bone, yeah. another super maxi. How much wow. money would just be disintegrated into Sydney Harbour? Mm. Unbelievable. Um, get rid of umpires' call. Now that's not a bad one from Jeff. Nathan Lyon stiffed. Was it twice on an umpires' call? Definitely out. Which one? Oh, the one, the the one that spun back into who was batting at the time? Klaus. Yeah, Klaus. That was that was hitting middle. Yeah, but but it hit him outside the yeah, line. I know it did. That's a rule of the game. But he's back in his or crease. Change the rule of the game. He's not... right back in his crease. Doesn't two matter. legs trapped right in front. It's going to hit the wickets. Hit him outside the line of the stumps. Yes, it did. Well and truly outside the line. Might not have hit another set of three stumps. Jeez, it spun a long way, didn't oh, it? It was a ripper. It was a cracking delivery. Actually, uh, for those that don't follow cricket closely or, or understand those rules, they'd be saying, huh? Isn't the whole idea yeah. to hit those stumps? Yeah, yeah. The ball was hitting halfway up middle. Couldn't have couldn't have been better, but it just caught him that half-inch outside off stump, which means, by the rules, it's not out. Hmm. Once upon a time, they took early lunch and tea if there was rain. So what's happened to that? Mm-hmm. Off the they test? still do that. I'm, I'm talking about when, when then the game gets going. So say you, you lose the first hour, the game mm. gets going. Yeah, that lunch break then should become 20 minutes, yep. not 40. Yep, yep, yep. What do you have for lunch? Oh, I don't know what they what did you these have these days. Oh, I used to, good grace. What did you have? Just stuff. Something heavy? Well, if you weren't doing anything, yeah. <laughs> really? You're looking to a steak. A steak? Yeah, it's a good cook. Roast good, chicken. Good cooking? Oh, yeah, it was good. They're really good. Mm. I wonder what they do have nowadays, is the question. South Australia used to be fantastic. They give you these fillets of whiting. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'd have seven of them. At the Adelaide Oval? Yeah, little beautiful fillets of whiting with a bit of butter, a bit of lemon on it, a bit of pepper. Oh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Either with your batting or bowling, it didn't matter. The lazy seven whiting. Oh, at times. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know what grinds my gears with interviews, says Bert in uh, Kahuna. Uh, the term, that's his one word, used for all sports bar golf. And I'm probably guilty of that from time to time as well. That's his one word. What's that mean? Well, it means that's his, his ace in his, his deck, his, his, his main strength. Know? My seven iron's my best. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to, oh God. Let's get to Anna in the newsroom to straighten us up.